We're going to try to do the best we can to move on from uh, what happened at the end of the first half there. 16-7 at halftime. Vikings on top of the 49ers. Congratulations. The over in the first half hits on a 60-yard bomb. With 13 seconds left uh, to go. Maybe Jordan, six seconds. Jordan Addison, left. seven. Yeah, seven. seven. Seconds. Jordan Addison, we'll get 60 over it. yards. Yep, yep. We move on. We move on, Tristan. I mean, at some point. Yeah, not but, right now. I mean, that's no, not I gonna, the second. But. I didn't even have anything on that, and I'm looking at this going, I am, I'm going to need a minute to collect my thoughts on what just happened. The way there. that it happened was just, I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm fine with losing bets, but the way that that, right. the way that, that went down was just sort of almost impossible. But yeah. that's why it's betting, I it's guess. It's the end of the game like that, or in the first half. You just the, the odds are just not in favor of anything happening there. And every once in a while, something crazy happens. And that that was the exact it's like the Minia. That was like the Minneapolis miracle right kind there. Of. That's what that yeah, was. Yeah, it did kind of feel like that a little bit. <laughs> not as much on, at stake, but hey. For and, me, you know, there was a lot at I stake. I know. Well, that, putting all that aside, Vikings look good. Vikings look very good. Vikings have taken advantage of a couple of uh, missed red zone opportunities from the 49ers in the first half. They've capitalized. And, I mean, to end the first half on a note like that with Jordan Addison scoring that 60-yard touchdown and getting – and you just if you're the 49ers at halftime, you're looking around going, we got to figure this thing out. Now, yes. if there's any coach that's going to figure it out, it's Kyle Shanahan, it's this offense, but they got to get out there and score. I expect the 49ers to come out. Be aggressive offensively, move that football, stick to the scripted game plan they'll have at the start of the second half to a point. But you're going to have to get a little more aggressive. You can't just sit there and eat a ton of clock. But they're just so, they have so many explosive weapons that th this is not a type of game where I'm going to look and be like, oh, God, the 49ers are done. Do you know that Jordan Addison's prop now is 114 and a half? What does he have, 95 yards? Yeah, that, that's actually not that much that's of a difference. That's not that bad, actually. I'm looking at that. Four receptions, 95 yards. So you're the volume's there. 19 more yards. Yeah. 19 more yards receiving. Maybe, is it just me or is it, does it, the fact that he already has this large number make you feel like 19's not that much? It, it doesn't. And you'd, exp I mean, they're going to keep going to him in the second half. He's going to get the targets. I think I'm going to go to it. I think, you know, this is how you can get another silver lining. You got him in fantasy. And then you take the over on his receiving yards for the rest of the game. Player pops keep locking. Come on, give me the freaking. You gotta be, you gotta be quick. Come on. It's quick, quick, quick. <laughs> it's no joke. All Love right, it. second half about to start here. 16-7. 49ers starting off from their own 25. I'd like to go home. I, I know, I know. I, I'm sorry, but I, know. I just don't want to be here <laughs> after that. I love everybody. I love you. I love Ryan. I love Scott. I love the crew. I love the fact that uh, I'm getting my phone charged from a gentleman who let me borrow it so graciously. But ultimately, I I would like to put an ice pack on my head I, and pretend this game does not exist. I don't uh, I don't blame you one bit. On player props. How about this? You know, we can uh, we can shift over to Giannis signing I'd extension love that. today. Let's How talk about, about that? anything but this Let's game. Let's just ignore this game. We can't really, but we'll kind of try to do that for a second. Three years, hundred eighty-six million dollars for Giannis. The max extension. Deal has a player option for 27-28, and, I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer if you're Giannis, right? The Bucks went out. They were aggressive this offseason. We started to wonder whether or not, after the Bucks lose in the first round, Heat knock them out, you go, Chris Middleton's always hurt. You know, everybody's getting a little bit older. Middleton, is he ever going to be healthy for a full season again? Drew Holiday's getting a little bit older. What do they do? They eventually, and I know it's your guy. I know it's Dame, so it doesn't. But you look at a Bucks team now where if you're Giannis, there's no way... 
no way he's going to go anywhere else. Now, he's also been dropping hints. Remember, he's had multiple interviews where he's talked about maybe I'll be here, maybe I won't. There was a GQ article. It was like a year ago, two years ago, whatever it was. Oh, it was la- this last summer. Was that just last yeah. summer? God, everything just blends last together. Summer. Blends together. And then he was on a podcast, and then he did that Instagram Live where he was talking about the Warriors or something. Yep. Not even really saying it, but you know how it is. Just kind of all these it. all these stars just kind of like leaving the door open just so there's a conversation. That door is slammed shut now. He's not going I anywhere. love it, but it's also slightly toxic. And he said he's always done it, where it's like, I might leave. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't surround me in a winning yeah. situation, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's like at, at a certain point, if your wife has been like, ask you, mm-hmm. like, if you don't do the garbage, yeah. I'm going to divorce you. Like, <laughs> right. hey, we're going to have three years. Every three years, we're going to come to terms whether we want to stay married or <laughs> right. not, you know? And you're like, Jesus, dude, come on. But you got to hand it to Giannis for continuing to put the boot on the neck of an organization mm-hmm. that, listen, ultimately needs to do the right thing in a small market because you're not going to attract many free agents there. And Mark Lazary, the owner of the Milwaukee Bucks, put pressure on the organization because he just sold a piece of the Bucks to the Haslams, the guys who own the Browns. Right. And uh, there's a big financial concern if a guy like Giannis were to leave. So you got to lock him into a longer-term contract. You, you won't hear any more rumors about him going anywhere else. So now it becomes... Unless they get bounced out of the first round. Yeah, but even then, I mean, you've got Dame and you've got Giannis. It's not really going to get that much. I mean, yes, there could be other situations, but, like, where, what? You know what I mean? Like, at, I don't, at that point, it's like, well, maybe it's you. Yeah. Not to say it is yeah. it would ever be Giannis, but, like, building a winning team is hard. I mean, Milwaukee's the co-favorite to win the title along with the Celtics. They're both 4-1, to one, and, and I, I, I mean, they're both co-favorites to win the East, too. Like, it's going to come down to the Celtics and the Bucks as long as they stay healthy. We assume, looking at what it is, and we know how that can change in the NBA, they're on a collision course for the Eastern Conference Finals for a chance to go to the NBA Finals. Fine. But, you know, you you, you look at still, like, what is this going to be early on? Is there going to be, not even like growing pains, but it's going to be an adjustment for somebody like Dame to a point, right? It's not like he can't go out there and still be him. Their games complement each other very well, but there is something to be said for, like, if this team doesn't rally off 10 straight wins, like, let's not sit here and panic and be like, oh, my God, this whole thing's going to fall apart. This was a complete waste. We've seen this time and time again. You could argue maybe even the same thing with the Celtics. The Celtics have a much different roster than where they were last year. A lot of new pieces there. Uh, I really like the offseason the Celtics had, mainly because they ended up getting Drew Holiday. I think Marcus Smart was a bigger loss than a lot of people realized. But now you've added somebody like Drew Holiday, who also has the offensive side of things, while also being a great on-ball defender and all the things that he brings to the table. My God, they are, the Vikings' defense all of a sudden has turned into the Browns. Jeez, they just man. hit Christian McCaffrey for a big loss in the backfield, and now they go after and they sack Brock Purdy, and he fumbles. And Are they giving the ball to the Vikings? I think they might say it was a fumble. I don't know. I don't. I, they're, they're still deliberating. They're deliberating now. As it relates to the Boston Celtics, you lose Marcus Smart, like you mentioned. You lose Grant Williams, who is a big key piece on their perimeter defense. Fumble. Fumble. Recovered, Recovered by the Vikings. By the Vikings. Wow. wow. And they're going to have great field position, too. I don't 49ers think he was down. The 49ers may lose this game. They were seven-point favorites, seven-and-a-half-point favorites, and they're going to lose. Was he down? Watch the shin. Uh, yep. Yeah, you're down right there, Dunny. You're right. You're, du- you're yeah, down right there, yeah, Dunny. Yeah. Um, yes, you lose Grant Williams. You lose Marcus Smart. You lose Rob Williams. Mm-hmm. That's a key piece. Yeah. Uh, key, three key pieces of your team, guys that all started here and there, right? Mm-hmm. And you now add Chris Porzingis, and Drew Holiday. 
You're talking about a, a, a an overhaul of yeah. the squad. Yeah. Now, could we oh, argue, Oh, and Malcolm though, Brogdon. Yeah. Could we argue, though, that adding Drew Holiday and Chris Stapps Porzingis in place of Marcus Smart, essentially, and Rob Williams is an upgrade because you still have two great – you have one rim protector in, in Porzingis, but you lose the rebounding, obviously. But you do get more – of the, you get more stretching the floor and scoring from Porzingis. And then Drew Holiday, you get the on-ball defender. You get what he can do in the leadership and the natural point guard. But then you also get somebody that's better offensively. So you could kind of look at it that way, too, where, yeah, they lost some key pieces, and it is a major roster overhaul. But I would argue that they got a lot of those back, minus the rebounding that Robert Williams isn't, you know, Chris Stapps Porzingis just can't crash the boards. We know that. Yeah, I think the thing that you're worrying about, if you're Boston, is your depth. Yeah. Because it wasn't like you got rid of four players and you got four back. You right. got rid of four players and you got two back. Yeah. So you're talking about key pieces on the road in the rotation mm -hmm. that now you need to rely on other guys in the second unit. Like, okay, is Al Horford now going to be like a guy who you can rely on as a key piece? Are you relying on Peyton Pritchard who just got extended? Or Luke Cornette, let's go. Like, there's just, you look at the team and it's like Derek White's great. Obviously, he's a key piece. Obviously, the Jays. You've got Porzingis, Drew Holiday. You've got Al Horford. But then it's like Jay Scrub and Sfimaholic. And Sam Hauser. Oh Hauser my. had a pretty big role last year, though. He I had a like pretty, pretty big role. It's kind of, I mean, let's be honest, though. Luke Cornette. Yeah. I I like Lamar Stevens, though. He's a key. He's like a little bit low key. He played for the Cavs last year. Mm. Um, and he's bigger than his frame suggests. But I don't know. There's some, I would say that the Eastern Conference teams that became, you know, co-favorite contenders. There's still question marks. Sure. And I think there's more question marks now. There's mm -hmm. more upside, but mm -hmm. there's more question marks as well. Mm -hmm. Lower floor, higher ceiling for yep. both teams. Yeah, yeah. And I think you'll see, you might see some of that lower floor early, early on. Right? Thousand percent. Because you're trying to just kind of work Figure it things out. out. Yeah, and especially, I mean, Drew Holiday got there late. I mean, when you think about it, that. He was there like a day before training camp. Yeah. So it's like it wasn't like there was all offseason where guys could work out together. And, and it's not like a lot of these guys don't know each other. They're right. all going to the lifetime in New York or whatever and working out. I like, see all that all the time. But there's something to be said for getting out there and playing real games. And we're going to start seeing, the, you know, this games. I mean, tomorrow. The NBA season opens up tomorrow. And then you get more. They play the Knicks on Wednesday. And, you know, there, there may be some level of. Yeah, that adjustment period that's there. But there's no question. I mean, those are two insanely talented teams. And I think what Milwaukee did, adding somebody like Dame, is a guy that can create his own shot, that can stretch the floor to freaking 35 feet if he needs to. Yes. And at any point you're down late in the game, as much as I love Giannis, the one thing is that sometimes oh. he's not a guy that's going to create his own shot the way that Dame is. The Bucks And you lose offense. that. You lose that when you, when you have – Giannis getting the ball late in the game, and you know, like, all right, we need to get, like, you're not getting the ball out on the perimeter. I mean, you are, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just, Dame's just different in that way. The Bucks' offense at times in the last couple of years has been very clunky. Yeah. You yeah. don't really know who you go to mm -hmm. down the stretch. When Giannis can't hit free throws, it's like he's yep. somewhat akin to Ben Simmons in that regard, where you yeah. don't really want him to have the ball. Yeah. When it's Dame with the ball, I mean, he's ice water, he's hitting big shots, he's hitting free throws. That yeah. definitely adds a new dimension to what this team can do. Giannis playing inside and Dame outside. It's oh. going to be so much fun to watch. Dame, uh, Dame's going to get Giannis so open. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, he really will. You've added a night. Yeah, just it just yeah, it's just a whole new level to this Bucks team. I think that's what makes it because they did. They felt really stale. Yes. They felt like a really stale team, and I think that that core had run its course. And the organization was smart. They were aggressive, and they did what they needed to do. All right, Patrick Everson going to join us next. Bet MGM tonight.